How's it going, everybody? Adrian here from the Gaming Observer for Tuesday, December the 15th. Uh, not a tremendous day for news today. Just a few stories to talk about here. We'll be out in a jiffy. Of course, most of the things in the headlines today were about Cyberpunk 2077, but we covered that fairly well enough yesterday, so we don't need to harp on it. That being said, let's talk about Codemasters first. So just last month, we had confirmed that the racing game developer Codemasters was going to be acquired by Take-Two. It was going to be Take-Two's kind of first entry into the racing game scene, and all things considered, it would be a fairly strong developer they were getting. You know, they have the IPs for uh, Grid and Dirt and Formula One, Project Cars. All of these are, are very strong IPs. And all things considered, we thought that it was a done deal. And all of a sudden, EA swooped in. Electronic Arts came in and said, hold on a second, we'll pay you more money if we can have you instead. And it looks like they're offering around an extra $250 million to bring it up to $1.2 billion. And all things considered, this relationship seems to make a lot more sense. EA has already established itself as a racing game brand. They own Criterion, who make Need for Speed and Burnout, and obviously have a vested interest in the genre. So I'm sure Take-Two was taken by surprise, but there you have it. That's what happens in the world of acquisitions. Sometimes people are gate-crashed, and uh, hopefully the transition will be smooth. If you play your games on Steam... Well, they just launched a new feature that you might be interested in. It's called the Steam News Hub, and it's basically a completely redesigned all-new feature around news, which can be highly customized and personalized. So by default, the News Hub shows you posts from the games that you play, wishlist, follow, or are recommended, which is obviously a fairly large swath of games. So you can also just take all of that and, and customize it however you want. And that personalization isn't just which types of games that you get news from, but also what type of content that you get. If you follow certain curators on the store, then that can appear. And of course, you can individually select certain games in and out of the news filter as well. And then like the old news feed, you can also uh, get news from game sites directly. So it can quite literally be the place that you get all of your news from. And they've actually greatly expanded the number of websites that you can add to your feed compared to what they had before. If you don't use Steam that much, then obviously this isn't a huge feature, but if you're someone that's really entrenched in that ecosystem, definitely worth checking out. Okay, and the last thing that I want to mention here is that uh, spoilers have leaked for Resident Evil 8. This past weekend, there was screenshots and story details that made its way to the internet. So if you're somebody who is anticipating Resident Evil 8, and you use social media a lot, uh, now is the time to use those filters. Or if you see a shady headline about the game, then maybe click away, because you don't want to be spoiled. Uh, either way, folks, that's all of the news for today. Like I said, it was a short one. But thank you so much for tuning in. I'll be back tomorrow with even more news. And until then, happy gaming, everyone. Hey, hey, it's the TGO After Show. Uh, if today's show felt a little more loosey-goosey, that's because I went unscripted. It's been the first time since I've done that for the for the main show for a while. And that's just because I was recording really late and I didn't get the chance to actually write the newsletter, which is what I use as the script for this show. So anyway, there you go. Uh, I was surprised by this EA situation, I won't lie. We had hints of it over the weekend, I think. 
but now it's confirmed. Now EA is buying Codemasters. It's pretty wild, right? Like, usually, you know, when a, when a major acquisition like this happens, or like what was happening with Codemasters and Take-Two, we get some language that says, pending some steps, right? Once the board of directors agrees on everything, this is going to go through in about six months. That's language that you hear a lot. And most of the time, that's just boilerplate, right? Kind of run-of-the-mill. Yes, technically, this is going to go through at this point, but what's going to stop us, right? Well, it turns out this time it's EA who's stopping you. Now, again, EA has come in and said this is expected to complete in the first quarter of 2021. I guess theoretically Take-Two could snap back, but I don't think that's going to happen because I'm assuming Codemasters would have tried to bid them against each other. I would be amazed if they did not go to Take-Two and say, hey, they offered us $1.2 billion. Will you offer us more? So, anyway, in the world of acquisitions, this was quite exciting, I think. As for who is the better fit, um, I don't know, maybe I'm not the best one to answer that. I've been seeing social chatter that they're probably better off with EA. Uh, Criterion is already set in the UK, which is where Codemasters is. They already have experience running a racing game studio, as opposed to Take-Two, who, you know, is, would be entering that world for the first time. Not that it's probably all that different, but... I don't know, it's probably worth considering, right? As for who it's better to be acquired by in general, I don't know, that's a good question. I think it's kind of unique from company to company, right? How Take-Two runs uh, something like 2K versus Rockstar versus Private Division, I'm sure those relationships feel very different from each other. And then same with EA and BioWare and Respawn and Maxis, right? For us, I'm sure it's one of those things where we won't know until it happens. So hopefully the, the transition is smooth. Uh, before we end the show here, I just wanted to give you an FYI that the current plan is that the daily updates are going to pause starting on December 23rd, two days before Christmas, and then resume probably on January 4th, which is a Monday. I'm going to reiterate this on the main show at some point once everything is confirmed. But basically, I'm going to be pre-recording, hopefully pre-recording, uh two weeks worth of shows, which are just fun, you know. And the good news is not a lot of uh, hot off the press news comes during that time frame anyway, because everybody is off for the Christmas break. So anyway, there you have it. Uh, back tomorrow, hopefully with more news. Have a good one. <laughs>